Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Worthing. This message is by Sharon Vanderbilt. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Is everyone happy? Everyone comfortable? You've all got popcorn, snacks, drinks? Yes? Wonderful. So as Andrea said, my name is Sharon, um, my husband and I, Kevin, we run the Burgess Hill Congregation. He's not here this morning, unfortunately, he's speaking in Horsham this morning, um, but it's okay. Um, you got the better one of us here, I'm joking. <laughs> it's okay, it's a joke, don't worry. Um, but I'm so, so glad to see you here. I just want to quickly explain what we're doing here just in case you haven't been here before so we just started a series last week called at the movies didn't we um and what it is is we watch clips of a certain movie and we draw some important things out of there of what god is saying to us so what movie did you watch last week poppy do you remember what you watched last week you weren't here anyone who was here last week and you remember the movie you watched Toy Story, which one? Because there are four. Two, yes. Well done. Great. Did you enjoy that? Brilliant. So you might say, hmm, there's a bit of a strange thing to do, you know, just watch clips rather than a whole movie and get a message out of it. Well, you know, Jesus, who is in the Bible, he used parables, stories to convey a message. So we thought, why don't we do modern parables, and which in our time are movies, stories, and just take those and just take some important things out of there. Um, the movie we're about to see, in, actually the remake of this movie is in the cinemas right now. Um, but we're going to watch the original because the originals are always better. Okay, so let's watch the first clip. So can anyone guess now what movie we're watching? If you paid attention, you'll know. The Lion King. Now, this movie, I haven't actually seen it until about a month ago. Um, so, and I just watched it. I was like, where have you been all my life? Like, this movie is incredible. Um, maybe some of you grew up with it. Childhood memories coming back. Actually, this movie is incredible. Also because it's almost like someone read the Bible and then decided to make a movie. Because as you will see, there's so many parallels with this movie and the Bible. And it's just blows your mind. So I want to give you a quick overview of the movie. Actually, this movie is based on or was inspired by Shakespeare's Hamlet. Fun fact for you right there. Um, and this, yeah, right. Um, and this um, overview that I wanted to give you is quite important just so you understand the whole thing. As we won't watch the whole movie, I just want to kind of get you through so you understand what happens. So there is this little lion cub called Simba, who you saw elevated in the air like that, and destined and purposed to become king. His father's called Mufasa, um, and um, he's obviously very proud dad. Um, but actually, there is not just a very proud dad called Mufasa, but there is also an uncle, Scar, who's called Scar, who's not such a nice person in this movie. He wants the throne to himself, and he's... Sadly, not in line to the throne because first there is Simba. So that he's not too happy about that. Um, but as we go along the movie, I just want you to just keep in mind, what is God saying to me through this movie? Okay, let's watch the next clip. So Simba was born with a purpose to be the next king. And he's learning to walk in his father's footsteps, but he's learning that being a good king is more than just doing whatever you want to do. 
Simba thinks that true freedom is to just do whatever you'd like to do. Um, now, I want you to just take a few mi- seconds. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. And on your tables or in your groups, just quickly discuss this question. Why were you born? What is your purpose? Okay? I'll give you 30 seconds. Go. All right. So, if you're having a really in-depth conversation about about this, that's great. Continue these conversations after the service, okay? I don't want to cut you short. It's just we don't have that much time left. But it's a really important question, isn't it? Why were you born? What is your purpose? Now, I want to tell you, whatever your answers were, the truth is God loves you. And God has a purpose for you because he created you. So the one who created you knows what purpose you were created for, right? If you create or build a certain machine, for example, the one who created it will know what it's good for because he knows the design and everything it was made for. So God has a purpose for you. And I want to tell you this morning that he wants to give you a kingdom. Just like um, Simba's father, Mufasa, showed Simba, this is the kingdom I want to give you. Now, before we go a little bit more into it, did you notice that it's very interesting um, when Mufasa showed the kingdom to Simba, he said, everything the light touches belongs to you. And the first thing Simba says is, everything the light touches. But what about that place over there? It's a bit shadowy, dark. What about that? Is that mine too? And if you look at this story, it's actually almost exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden in the book of Genesis in the Bible. I don't know if you know about Adam and Eve in the Bible, there was, there was, they were in a garden called Eden and God told them, you can eat from every tree, just that one tree, you can't eat from that one. And that curiosity that we have inside of us that, ooh, that one we can't have, what about that? <laughs> and it's, it shows a bit of human nature, doesn't it? So um, I also want to tell you, obviously, like we have God who has a great purpose for our lives and he loves us. We also have an enemy, which the Bible calls the devil. And the Bible says that the devil wants to steal, kill, and destroy, as we heard Andrea say earlier. Um, And obviously, he just doesn't have great plans for our lives. And now going back to the movie, in this movie, the enemy represented there is Uncle Scar, like we said earlier, who would love to be king, but cannot be king. So in this this clip, you'll see some of his um, tactics. So you see here one of the enemy's tactics is trying to tempt us into doing the one thing we're not supposed to do. Now, I just want to tell you today, we all make mistakes, okay? We've all done wrong things, and that's okay. We can come to God, and the Bible says that he, when we confess our sins, he's faithful to forgive us. Now, what is sin? The Bible calls sin things that are, are wrong, that are evil, that are not good for us, they're dangerous. So as you saw in in the clip, um, it's something where Simba was really focused and fixated on one thing he's not allowed to do because he thought it was really exciting and really, ooh, don't know what it is, mysterious. But when he goes there, you see it's actually full of death and destruction. And, you know, sometimes things seem exciting and things seem like, 
ooh, you know, let's, let's try this, let's try that. But actually, the reason God tells us to not do things is not because he's a killjoy, because he doesn't want us to have fun, but because they're dangerous in the end. And we might not see it until it's too late. Now, the Bible says, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. Which means that all of us have at some point done something that is not right. And that's okay. If you feel like you're the only one in this room that's ever done something wrong, I'm going to tell you that it's a lie. You're not by yourself. We've all done things wrong. Now, we sometimes think that going after the things we're not supposed to do will bring us satisfaction. But even things like having a bigger house, having a faster car, having this gadget or this or that will bring satisfaction because we're trying to fulfill that need, that desire that actually only God can fill. As you saw in the clip, Simba goes straight to the elephant graveyard, but actually what happens there, um, which we won't watch because it can be a bit scary, that clip, there is three hyenas that are met, that meet Simba and Nala, which really work for Uncle Scar, the evil one, and they're trying to get rid of him. Um, but this is great news. Father Mufasa jumps in at the right minute and saves them and pulls them out. Now, obviously, Simba, his curiosity, it was like, you know, let's go there and everything. And he does something he was not supposed to do. So he gets a bit of a tell-off. But then, you know, he asks his father forgiveness. It's all right. It's all good. But what happens next is that Scar is a bit like, oh, okay, I need to come up with another plan to get rid of Simba so I can become king. So he comes up with this really cruel plan of he lures Simba into a gorge and causes a herd of wildebeest stampeding into the gorge to basically get rid of Simba. But just in the last minute, Father Mufasa again jumps in and pulls him out of the gorge, throws him up on a rock. But just as Mufasa is trying to climb out of that gorge, Uncle Scar pushes him back down to his death. Now this next scene, kids, might be a little bit sad, but it's okay, it'll be fine, okay? Promise you, it'll be okay. Wow, it's a bit of an intense one, isn't it? You know what this actually really shows? This clip actually really talks about shame. You know, when he says, what will your mother think? What will they think? It's that kind of thing of you've done something wrong and the enemy comes right away and tries to basically shut us up and try to be like, okay, don't talk about it. Let's hide everything and let's try to not, you know, deal with it and try to run away. Now, the problem with shame is that it actually is very different to guilt. Now, why is it different? So guilt says... I've done wrong, and shame says, I am wrong. Shame is, when you feel shame, what you've done wrong becomes your identity. And you feel like you want to hide, and you don't want to confront it or deal with it. Now, I want to tell you this morning that it's okay. It's okay to deal with the things that, that hurt, with the things we've done wrong. You don't have to run away. And as we'll see later on, Actually, what God wants is that you just come to him rather than run away. See, the problem with shame is that it labels us and it really actually changes the way we see things. Now, could I have a volunteer, please? 
anyone. Anyone who would just like to help me out for a simple illustration. Nothing bad's going to hurt. No, nothing's going to happen. Anyone? Come on, let everyone at once. If you don't volunteer, I'm going to pick someone. Yes? Would you like to come? Wonderful. Thank you very much. Now for this, I'm sorry, I'd like you to take your glasses off if that's okay, because I've got some other glasses I'm going to put on you. Now, just so you know, this is not me saying wearing sunglasses is a bad thing. Not at all, okay? This is just for illustration. Now, sorry, what's your name? Fred. 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 Everyone know Fred? This is Fred. Hello, Fred. Everyone say hello, Fred. Awesome. So, oh, that's okay. You just have to stand here next to me. Now, what shame does, when you, when you do something wrong and instead of guilt, shame comes, it's like you're wearing a pair of sunglasses. Would you like to put these on for me, please? What does it look like? Is everything darker? Dark, yeah. Dark, dark, yeah. Everything looks dark. See, shame is like wearing sunglasses. Everything changes around you, even though it hasn't. It's just a perception of things. And actually, your vision gets blurred. Doesn't it? it do yeah, it's definitely blurred. Yeah, I can't see. Yeah. It's very, it's very <laughs> but see, that's really good. <laughs> Thanks for the illustration. Now, just stay here for a moment, Fred. Now, sometimes what we do is we come on a Sunday, we, we get prayed for, or we pray, and we experience a bit of freedom. And it's a bit like we're putting these sunglasses, sorry, up on here, okay? We feel like, oh, yes, I can see again. But we're still wearing them. So that when there's something that comes up that kind of remotely reminds us of what we've done, they kind of come back down again. You know, you're still wearing them even though you're not looking through them. So sometimes our experience can be that we're kind of like, it's like an on and off thing. You know, we, we deal with shame and then it comes back again and stuff. But what God wants to do is give you true freedom and get rid of the shame. He wants to completely get rid of it. Thank you very much, Fred. Here are your glasses. Everyone give Fred a round of applause. That was brilliant. See, the thing is with all of this is that instead of running away and wearing that shame on us, God says, come to me. Don't hide any longer. Don't run away. See, if Simba would have stayed, he could have explained to, I mean, he didn't really understand how it worked and um, what really happened. He didn't see his uncle Scar push his father down. But they would have found a solution. They would have talked about it. There would have been forgiveness. But see, that's what God wants to do. Maybe some of you have run away from church. Maybe some of you have run away from friends because you feel ashamed. It's okay. Church is a safe place. It should be a safe place. Now, we're going to watch a very short next clip. It's just a very short. But um, this is what your pastor or your small group leader should not say to you. Okay. Now, what had just happened? Simba runs away and meets Timon and Pumba. And they're a well-meaning friends. Basically, they're an outcast duo, a meerkat and a warthog. And they just, you know, meet Simba and they're like, oh, what's happened to you? Something really terrible, but I don't want to talk about it. And like, great, we don't want to hear about it. Now, this is not what should happen in church, okay? Well, I hope, if you've ever experienced that, that people have said, oh, I don't want to deal with what you're going through. I don't want to deal with it. I just want to apologize on behalf of them. I know what's happened doesn't make it right, but I just, I do want to apologize for that. Church should be a safe place 
for you to come and be open and honest about it. Now, <laughs> I find it's really funny, actually, because you know the song that it's a very well-known song, Hakuna Matata, No Worries, that comes. It's a brilliant song, but actually it's not very helpful because it's what Simba learns to deal with his shame. You know, sometimes we, we just live with the shame and we just put things in place that we don't have to deal with it. So they just sing the song, Hakuna Matata, no worries. And it's basically just denial, like just totally forgetting about everything. This has never happened. Everything's okay. But in the movie, every time things come up about like his father or where he comes from, it's like that wound and that scar could never really heal because he never dealt with it. It just keeps touching it and he's like, oh, you know, he gets defensive and everything. Now, a few years later, Simba grows up and he meets his childhood friend Nala and it's a great reunion. It's a great story. A bit of a romance going on as well, for those of you who like a romance. And, um, but there's something else going on underneath. Let's watch the next clip. Oh, everyone goes, oh. But did you listen to what they were singing? So many things to tell her about how to make her see. The, thing, the truth about my past, impossible. She turned away from me. You see that shame that is kind of lurking there? And then her response is, why won't he be the king I see inside of him? Why won't he rise up and be that king? He forgotten, he's forgotten who he is really, hasn't he? That he's destined and called to be king and he's just chosen to run away from it. Now, when you're dealing with shame, you might end up having conversations like this. I don't know if any of you can maybe identify with this a little bit. Maybe you feel like, oh, it's my fault, I've messed up, I've done wrong. Let me tell you, I have. Um, if you've made mistakes, most likely you've experienced shame at some point in your life. But it's okay. Like he says, you cannot change the past. No, but you don't need to change the past if you can change the future. What Your past does not have to define you. Okay? Now, the Bible says... In Romans 7, this is what the Apostle Paul says. I am so human. Sin rules me as if I were its slave. I don't understand why I act the way I do. I don't do the good I want to do, and I do the evil I hate. What a miserable person I am. Who will save me? See, like Simba, maybe you don't, you haven't meant for things to happen. You haven't meant to do wrong things. But because it's, our, it's the nature that we were born with, that we just make mistakes and we just sin, um, it just kind of happens. But what God is saying is, if, <laughs> if you have anything like that you're dealing with, come to me. Confess your sins and he's faithful to forgive you. What that means is just go and have a chat to God. If you didn't know you can just have a chat to God, I'm telling you this morning, you can chat to God. He can just talk to him and he'll listen to you. God is not like Timon and Pumbaa where they say, great, we don't want to hear about it. He's not like that. He's like, tell me. Tell me every detail. I'm interested in that. And let's be honest, he knows everything anyways, but he just wants you to find that freedom by talking to him about it. Now, the Bible says, Paul says in the Bible, I thank God for his salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. The thing that brings freedom, that breaks our shame, is Jesus, the Son of God. Let's watch the next clip. There is so much in this clip if you've just paid attention. You have forgotten who you are. You are more than what you have become. 
And that is God's message to some of you this morning. You have forgotten who you are. See, we're all meant to be children of God. God wants to be your father. He is your father, but he wants you to acknowledge that he is your father. And see, like he said, um, it's funny because <laughs> um, Rafiki, the baboon, he says, um, you know, as it doesn't matter when he hits him with the stick. It's in the past. As far as I know, you can either run from it or learn from it. So let's not run from it. Let's learn from the things we've done wrong. And let's not run from God. Let's not run from people. Let's not run from church. Let's come back. Like Simba, he went back. And what he ended up doing is he went back to face his scars, you might want to say. Um, his uncle's scar and his wounds confront his past. And actually, he defeats Scar in the end. And it's just such a wonderful ending because let me tell you this morning, you can defeat whatever issue you're dealing with in your life, but you can't do it on your own. You need God's help, okay? So let me also tell you something else. When you come to Jesus, who is the son of God, who gave his life for you, who died for you on the cross so you could have a relationship with God, his, the whole purpose of that was so you could come and have a relationship with God. But for that, we need to be honest with God. And we need to come with what we have and just say, God, look, I've done this and this and this and this. And I'm going to be honest, I've also done this and this and this. But could you just please forgive me? And God says, of course I forgive you. And he welcomes you into his family. And we become children of God. I just want us to watch this one last clip before I, I, I keep going. Just pay close attention to what happens here. What a beautiful ending, hey? See, did you see how dark and ugly it all looked, the, the place where it used to be, Pride Rock? And, and then it all turned and it became fruitful and green and everything. See, all that darkness and stuff, that's what our lives look like when the wrong king is in charge. That, that's how it looked like when Scar was in charge. The moment the right king is in charge, when God is in charge, it all turns beautiful. Doesn't mean life is easy, but life with God is beautiful because we're not by ourselves. Now, you saw, you saw it's such a majestic scene where he goes up and Pride Rock in slow motion and the music and everything and everyone's like, oh. see, you might find that funny, but that's what it looks like to us to God and to heaven, when you finally step into your destiny, when you finally just say, God, I want to come to you and be part of your family. And it, it seems a bit like dramatic, but it is dramatic because it is a big deal, you know? So heaven, it makes a big deal about it. It's, the Bible says that heaven celebrates when anyone turns to God and we celebrate. You know, I just love, love seeing people just go to God and be like, God, I've done this but please forgive me. And he restores us. And you saw when he looked up to Scar, when he faced his father, he was looking at his father. That's when everything changed. And he had the confidence to get out that roar of actually enough is enough. I am taking my place. I'm going to be king. And God, he wants to be king in your life this morning. Let's not go back to our own ways, to the, the places of shame, of darkness, of whatever you've come from. Maybe you think your life is quite all right, but you just don't really know what your purpose in life is. I want to encourage you, 
Have conversation with people on the table after we finish. Have conversation with maybe myself or Andrea or Pastor Jonathan there in the back. Pastor Jonathan, could you give us a wave so everyone knows who you are? As Pastor Jonathan, he's one of the congregation leaders here. If you could just have a conversation about what your next step is. Maybe your next step is to just tell someone what's actually happened in your life and just talk about it. Maybe you need to ask someone in this room for forgiveness for something. Maybe you just want to have a chat about purpose of life, who is God, why were we created, why do we read the Bible, maybe all those questions, then maybe Alpha would be the best thing for you. We have an Alpha course starting in September, um, and um, you can talk to Annette there in the back. Could you give us a wave? If you'd like to be part of the Alpha course, it is a fantastic course that talks all about what we just talked about now, giving our life to God. What does it mean? Why do we pray? Why is it important to all those things? Any question you have can be answered at Alpha, hopefully. So um, I just want to say, please don't forget to have those conversations. Don't leave without taking your next step, whatever your next step is, okay? Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.